0: As for the beings, I mean, what's a being? We're a being just because they they come in a different form. Maybe we look at them, and, and some are pleasant to look at, some are not. But then inside, they're exactly the same. Whether when we come back on this earth, we're a flower, an animal we could be another being on a different planet, which I'm sure many of us have experienced in regressions, then why are we all so different? We're not. The only thing different is the visual Uh, and, and, you know, the environment you live in. Uh, And they're already together, many of the beings are together because they're trying to help because they want our help as
1: well. right now on Higher Journeys with Alexis Brooks. Well, hello, journeyers. Welcome back. I'm going to say welcome back because I know there are a lot of you that are repeat, uh, I started to say repeat offenders, repeat watchers. I'm not going to be too too funny here. (laughs) Repeat watchers of Higher Journeys. And I want to just say before we get started, I want to thank each and every one of you. We have had First of all, we got a lot of new subscribers. We've got a lot of new uh, faces and and uh, input from the new journeyers, and it's just been it's been going quite well. So thank you uh, for helping our channel grow and the conversation grow. Before we get started, again, a, cu- a couple of things I want to say with our guest Faye Vale. I cannot wait till you hear her story. Uh, going to give you a heads up. We're going over to Patreon right after. Uh, for the after show right after the main segment where we'll get into what Faye's going to be talking about over in the after show, but it's going to be a bit unique. So I wanted to give you a heads up at the top of the show so you know we're going over there and it will fit, of course, nicely with what we are about to discuss today. Faye Vale, my dear, you haven't been on the show uh, for, gosh, I want to say, well, it'll be close to three years, right? it was March of 2020. We all know what was happening then, what started then. And I dare say, despite the riskiness of the venue we were on and still are at that time, we got right into what some might consider a bit uh, of a controversial aspect to what started in March. We're going to keep it as clean as we can this time, but we're also going to keep it as honest and transparent as well, because we think it's important to, uh, to do that. So without further ado, Faye Vale, experiencer, galactic artist. I wanted to get that right. Galactic artist, brilliant, brilliant woman and uh, a brave woman and an enlightened woman. Welcome back to the show, Faye Bell. It's so good to have you here all the way from the UK. How are you? Nice
0: nice to get back on and uh, get back aboard with you, Alexis.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Faye, uh, what can we say? How much has happened since that important month, that important year? Um, some things have become, I think, more elucidated, more transparent to many people. Uh, some feel that things are continuing to be, uh, well, they are complex and who knows what's next. But you've got a bit of a purview from a group of what I like to call non-human intelligence, otherwise known as E.T. You channel these beings, of which there, I believe, are many. Many of them she's drawn in her book, and I'm going to put an image up, E.T. as artist. We talked about, uh, I believe, very briefly in our last show, which, of course, I'll link, how this all came to fruition for you. Actually, you know what? I'm going to correct myself. That's wrong. We did not talk a lot, if at all, about the book, Fay that you channeled. It was Miguel Mendonca. I'm going to give him a shout out that I think told your story. But either way, we've got the story Um I'm not going to go into it. I'm not going to have Faye go into it in exhaustive detail right now because we have some other things we want to get to. But maybe, maybe you can give us a little bit of a snapshot as to when this all happened to you, how it's connected to a 2007 sighting that you had with, I believe, someone else and what came as a result of it. Maybe a little thumbnail would be helpful for those that uh, may want to hear it here yeah
0: well um <clears throat> going back to 207 i lived in um, lincolnshire in in the uk which is sort of in in the middle of the uk and uh i had a paranormal group then and we used to investigate haunted places this all came about from my first experience when i was in my 20s and everything was spiritually heightened but going back to 207 again uh we did um, monthly sort of previews with other groups, just showing films of what we'd picked up in places or audio, what people had voices and things we'd picked up. So uh, we went to the venue, my friend drove, we went to the venue, we exchanged information all night. It was just like a group get together thing with different groups from different areas. <laughs> But anyway, um, because the, uh, the venue that we was at was actually haunted by a young boy, we were talking to the proprietor for quite a while. So it was 12 o'clock in the evening before we began to venture to go back home. <clears throat> well, on the way back, it was like um, country roads. So country roads, I don't know what they're like in the States, but in the UK, they're very narrow, very dark. And usually uh, you'll have to pull over to let somebody come by. So we're traveling along this road, taking in, in the fact it's 12 o'clock at night, pitch black. And all of a sudden this big white owl flew straight across the windscreen, made me jump and settled in the tree at the side of me. And, and I said to my friend, oh, said I've never seen a big white owl like that. So she said, No, it's quite unusual for this area. So that's what started it off. And we're going along the road and there's a light coming towards us far away. And it was just like a round ball, but really bright. But as it's coming towards us, it's getting bigger and bigger. Well, for a start, we thought it was somebody with the headlights full on because it was a dark road. But as it came towards us, it just got huge. And it got brighter and brighter. But if if that's our car, it was coming that fast at us like that. So so what happened, it must have got that near. She slammed the brakes on and we we came to a halt because whatever it was, we thought it was going to hit us. And it just went backwards and was gone in a couple of seconds. And I looked at uh, her and I said, what was that? She said, I haven't got a clue. And then after that, my drawing began. So it it was um, quite strange.
1: Wow. Well, first of all, I don't think I realized that you had an interest in largely the paranormal prior to this happening to you. So it begs the question, and it's a big question, of course, might some of us be drawing these um, string of anomalous experiences, string of paranormal experiences, including the sighting that you had and what happened subsequently because of your interest? I, you know, it's a question mark. I don't know, but that's very interesting. What do you think?
0: Well, if I go back to my first viewing of a, a, a craft, but I didn't know what it was at the time because I wasn't into UFOs, anything. I wasn't into spiritual stuff. I had two young children and um, my husband was dying of cancer. He was only 24. Mm. So you can imagine that, like, I never had time to do anything. But after that first experience, um, in which I'd gone to the, the door of the house late at night to put a milk bottle on the step, so that the the milkman could collect it and replenish it in the morning. And um, there was a a humming noise. And I looked up to see where the noise was coming from, because we lived opposite a golf course. So in front of me was nothing and it was pitch black. And there was um, a large cigar shaped orange craft. Craft as I know it now, but at the time I didn't know what it was. But it was making a humming noise and it was just like, "Mm -mm." Mm -hmm. that's what made me look at it. But as it hummed, it it pulsated brighter and and duller like that. Well, of course, it scared me to death. So I ran in and shut the door, but I could still hear it humming. So um, I got up the courage to go and have another look. And I just stood and looking at it and then closed the door, went to bed. Never even thought about it in the morning. You would think in the morning you'd get up and you'd go, guess what I saw last night? Nothing. But after that, uh, the paranormal side of me or spiritual or whatever just opened up. And I would see spirit people in the street, people would just disappeared. I could walk in a room and smell tobacco or perfume. So this is what kicked it all off. Sure. Uh, but, but, but it became like a normal thing to me. Um, so that was when I was in my 20s. Mm. So going on to the, in between, I did see some more craft flying about one morning, early morning. But this th- th- that was in between. And then 207, this thing happened two weeks after the, the thing on the road came at the car like that. I was out of bed at 3 o'clock in the morning looking for paper and pens or paper and pencil, not knowing why. Hmm. And I couldn't stop drawing, but it was like a two-year-old scribble, you know?
1: Did, didn't you start with your non-dominant hand, I, I recall? That's right.
0: Left-handed and I'm right-handed. But that, that was um, a very clever move uh, because uh, if, if I used uh, my normal hand, uh, and I did a, a line in a, a place that didn't look right. Say I was drawing a house or a flower. I'd want to scrub it out because that's not right. Because it was this hand. Didn't get that. My brain didn't kick in. It just flowed. It just went. So they had a straight channel where where my own logic never even entered it. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it was so clever how they did it. But after that, uh, I never told anybody for two years, not even my husband. I I mean, (laughs) how can you say to your husband when he walks in the door, oh, what you've been doing today, dear? I've been drawing for aliens. I would have been locked up somewhere.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You hear from so many people that have whatever their entree is into this world of high strangeness and just listening to them, imagining them telling a family member or a coworker or a friend, whatever. And they're like, no way, skip it. Just don't even bother. So no surprise that you kept it hidden. Although a hidden gem, I would dare say. I hope that we can put some pictures up uh, in post when we uh, produce this of uh, some of Faye's stunning images. Um, They're just really, really incredible. We're going to come back to that because I know that this has been an evolving process for you. And uh but I want to really get into how the relationship that you have developed with a variety of non-humans and how they've played a role in the last two and a half or so years I want to quote you Faye, uh, I, I had heard you Faye's kind of doing the circuit now she's been she's been interviewed by quite a few uh, lovely people and in one interview I was listening to Faye you said uh, something about the the human experience that we're going through at this time, now this was, I believe, in 2021, but still are going through, is about looking at both the shadow person and the real person. A shadow person and a real person. Do, do you recall saying that? And if so, what did you mean by that?
0: Well, I, I, I think the shadow person is the person who we're um, made to believe is our real self but the real person is the person that's emerging in uh, most people now as we're opening up to so much more it's a bit like walking into a house that's empty and, and not seeing the vision but then as you start dressing this house up and adding different things to it it suddenly becomes a home and it becomes a vision. And and that's how I look at what's happening today. That there's so many different things coming in. But but we're we're all different and we're 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 all doing it at different pace and different times. Because so many people are saying, oh well, you know, they've moved on, they've not, but but like we're we're all individuals and if you were learning how to drive a car, some people can do it in a few lessons some people have to have a lot so we're all different times and different paces so if if your shadow person is there longer than than the, your real self then you still have to be on that level and and learn on that level so you're not ready to you've walked in your house you may be decorated the walls but you're not ready to uh, you know add the rest Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. your
0: furnishings and that I know I just wanted to say it like that so that's a fantastic
1: analogy fantastic how simple it is Mm. that's a fantastic analogy I think you've got a gift for that by the way and I mean that very seriously because sometimes people need to see a visual in order to understand something that would be pretty complex and you know as you mentioned shadow we've used the term uh uh, looking at the shadow aspect of, of an individual as some kind of uh, spiritual uh, work. We, we need to understand the shadow in order to understand the fullness of who we are. Okay, fine. But, and I agree with that. And I agree with what you're saying as well. But here's my question for you. And again, we're going to kind of keep it as clean as we can and as, you know, nebulous as we can with what is going on right now, Faye, what you're honest feeling about this. <sighs> it's affected so many people in different ways. Do you think that there's a faction that is hoping to keep people in their shadow self? It's a bit of a leading question, but do you know what I mean?
0: Uh, Yes, I do. And um, to put it as best as I can, of course there is. Of course there is. Because there's lots of traits on the earth uh, that still need to be re-established as good instead of the way they come across. Uh, and and as, as this time is evolving and this time is going on, different things are just coming out into the open uh, and different occurrences are happening to, to make that come out into the open. And all we have to do is just go with it, just go with it, because... There's what's the point in fighting it? What's the point in getting really involved in it? Do we really want to fuel those energies? No. Yeah. The energies we want to fuel is those in here. They're real pure energies that are helping us evolve personally into our real selves. Okay, I get that people worry what's going on in the world. Of course we do. We're living on, we're living in it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But unless everyone turns around and says that's it we're not having it it's not going to change but if we concentrate on ourselves and those we love to help and keep going we are making the change in a different way because the energy we're changing the energy around us so it's 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 up to us if we want to stay on that level that's fair enough. everyone's got choice in the life and mm-hmm. maybe some of those people are not strong enough or or that they really don't want to step. It's like stepping off the diving board. they really don't want to step into that and I get that because the fear is so pushed into their you know their very being mm-hmm. uh, and, and fear is part of one of the human emotions. So we can't just wipe it out, but but we can try and make it better.
1: We are living at a time of great challenge and incredible opportunity. A time when taking life into our own hands, charting our own course, and finding our own answers is more accessible than ever before. During this time, you may be asking yourself, what am I called to do? What if I could discover not only my own inner healing power, but help others all over this planet discover theirs? We all have the ability to heal ourselves, but it takes a special approach, a unique approach. Quantum Healing Hypnosis Technique, also known as QHHT, a method developed by pioneering hypnotherapist and past life regression expert, Dolores Cannon, is the approach that thousands have used and taught to access the deeper aspect of the self for healing at the core level. We all have the ability to tap into the higher self, the oversoul, the higher consciousness. And we have the means to help others to do the same. QHHT is designed to help the individual access the subconscious, the storehouse of all information through visualization at the deepest level imaginable, a process that Dolores Cannon discovered and refined during her decades of working with individuals from around the globe. Training with QHHT will provide the guidance and give you the tools to help others tap that incredible force within. Now you can access this training online, bringing the tools needed right to you, so you can assist others in finding their own answers and achieve total healing. This is powerful and needed now more than ever. Be a part of the pioneering work and legacy of Dolores Cannon by learning QHHT. Start today by clicking on the link in the description of this show to get started. And when you do, don't forget to mention Higher Journeys to get a 10% course discount when you sign up. It's time we all take back control of our lives and chart the course for success at every level. It's time to discover the power of quantum healing hypnosis technique by helping others to help themselves. And by doing this, we are helping to heal the world. I heard you once talk about how the beings that you have dealt with uh, and we've heard this before, many of them don't understand, they don't carry emotion and they don't understand emotion, and therefore they don't know fear. They don't understand it because that too is a, a very powerful emotion. And yet some of the beings, I want to be careful, guys, because you know we always, not all, yeah. but some people say the aliens, and I always say, well, which ones? I think that there's a spectrum that, we're, that we may be interacting with. But the ones that you have dealt with, uh, Faye, when it comes to, the fear quotient, the fear factor, have they, have they said anything? Have have they, have they dialogued with you about how to handle it, even though they can't quite relate to it?
0: I I did get channeling once where, uh, they asked me about fear and, uh, because I didn't understand it. And, um, I wrote back so I can translate and write it back in, in my own. Uh, and um, I said, Well, there's different sorts of th- fear. There's like fear, say, somebody had a gun to your head. There's the fear that uh, we get if we're going for an important interview for a job. It's a different fear, but it's still a fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we also have fear that we induce on ourselves when we go on fairground rides or we do some extreme sports. Uh, and, and, and so there's so many different sorts of fear, uh, because they said if we could overcome fear, the connection would be just like that.
1: Interesting. So, so in other words, yeah. they understand how it works. They just don't embody it. And That's why right. I see. That's interesting. Well, you know, so many people now, more than ever, are talking about the importance, particularly in the consciousness community, of getting over the fear. That's a tough, tough one. And fear, uh, which has been discussed as almost a sustenance, a food source for some of the lower energies to 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 feed off of and to uh, to to survive, even. And so when you look at all that's gone on, frankly, what's been going on for hundreds of years, I think fear and division are, you know, that, that's a very old playbook, as we know. But now, particularly now, they have taken, they, whomever they are, use that fear to keep a sustained behavior, not with everyone, thank God, more people are starting to wake up, but with still too many, as we can see with some people walking around. And uh, and so that's a tough nut to crack. And we certainly can't do it in one fell swoop, meaning the entire population. It's not going to be the entire population. So what's your sense about that in terms of, you know, how they say one bad apple spoils the whole bunch or, you know, uh, if we don't stand tall together, we'll fall together. The collective is important. And I'm sure people struggle with that. Not everyone is going to be able to get rid of the fear. Not everyone is even aware of what's going on. and if we work together as a collective and our survival is dependent on it, then what? And I'm not saying this is the case, but just your thoughts on that. How important is it for the collective to get this
0: well i I just think that um, of course there'll be people who are still um in the in the fear there'll be pe- there's always going to be that always. Uh, But like I was saying before, we either stand in the fear and and let that energy feed us or or we don't. And when you talk about the collective, the collective is the people who don't allow those energies in they don't allow that energy to to lives. Okay, because we're on the earth, we've got to accept so much because we haven't got the power as one. We would have the power as a collective, but that's a different thing altogether. To get the whole of the nations to come together it would take, I don't know how many years, because all over what hundreds and hundreds of years it's never happened. So it's not likely to happen now. But but people who are waking up, as you say, or or feeding their own energies and and when you walk in a room if somebody's in that energy where it's all doom and gloom you immediately pick it up
1: no question no question yes
0: but if we walk in a room and we're like full of joy or or full of light well okay let's look at this in a different way and and point out the good things in life you immediately lift the energy in that room Uh, and if if as many of us as can do this, do it, then we're actually promoting the change. Absolutely.
1: I could not agree with you more, Faye. This is a wise, wise woman. I'm sure many of you agree. You're talking about some perennial wisdom. You're talking about some science, even in terms of the dominant energy in a given space, like the pendulum that oscillates back and forth, the pendulum that oscillates that moves the strongest the weaker one is going to fall into resonance with it of
0: course, they do. Of course, absolutely they do. You, you learn a child to ride a little bike and they've got stabilizers on but you keep encouraging them and and they they suddenly lose that fear of falling off mm-hmm. and they're off on their own and you think wow and they, and, and and he's so different and, and we're all the same we we carry that all our lives and it's all about going forward and and not sitting in that stagnant energy.
1: There's been such a temptation in recent months, particularly it's been going on forever, but it just seems it's intensified (sighs) political ideologies, social ideologies, the big picture background that's been going on for a couple, soon we'll be saying a few years that has and created what I would say a low-level consciousness, the conversations, the fighting. And yeah. there are many of you out there in the conscious community, and I really mean conscious community, that don't like that. And yet you find yourself drawn in as, as try, try as you might and get triggered. There are some of you out there that have learned what exactly what we're talking about, Faye. But if, if we can take Faye's advice and not no matter what somebody comes up in your face and says something that you completely disagree with, no is wrong. If you want to start changing things, I'm not saying let people run all over you, no, but walk away. My mother used to say, pick your battles, walk away, smile and say, no matter what, I still love you. You've just sealed it right there. You've just changed the energy. Now there are going to be some people that aren't going to resonate with that, I say there's one of two things that's going to happen when you're around an individual that wants to trigger you and wants to get you into, draw you in. They're going to do one of two things. They're either going to, if you can keep your energy high, they're going to resonate with you and change their own perspective, or they're going to get the hell out of Dodge. <laughs> they're going to leave <laughs> you as fast as they can. I think that's true because they're you're repelling them. And so you know, you'll know immediately who uh, who has a chance sad to say, but this is the way it works. So anyway, that's, thank you for that. That's powerful stuff. Don't give in guys love.
0: You know, know, when you get people who challenge you about, I've got many friends who are into all the political things and um, they get really depressed and down and it's not good for your soul it's not good for your health it's not good for anything i'm not saying don't ever be aware of what's going on because we've got to for us to a certain degree but but don't get don't get stuck in that jar with the lid turned tight take the lid off and release it you know
1: yes i agree a hundred percent a thousand percent let's get, let's weave the beings back into this and the role that they may or may not be playing in these times. I've, I've asked a few experiencers. By the way, this is, if you don't know, this is part of our Experiencers Speak series. We haven't done one quite like this in a little bit. So I hope you'll check the whole playlist actually, but they oh, is our latest. Yeah, <laughs> Experiencers Speak, and we got a heck of an experiencer here with a lot of experience. The role that the beings may be playing now, the beings that you're in touch with, I do believe there's a non-human influence here, even on the not-so-great side of things. But those that you're in contact with, what can you tell us? What do you feel comfortable telling us about the role that they may be playing and how they're guiding you to guide others?
0: I don't I don't feel like um, I'm being guided in that way. I feel like I get tasks to do uh, because things all come uh, uh in synchronicity which we all have uh, and it's like a, a complete clear message and suddenly this spark goes off and you think oh yeah and then then you follow that point uh, but uh, as for the beings i mean what's a being we're a being J- just because the, they they come in um, a, a different form maybe Uh, We look at them and and some are pleasant to look at, some are not. But then inside, they're exactly the same. Whether when we come back on this earth, we're a flower, an animal. We could be another being on a different planet, which I'm sure many of us have experienced in regressions. Then why are we all so different? We're not. The only thing different is the visual. Uh, and 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 and, you know the environment you live in uh, and they're already together many of the beings are together because they're trying to help because they want our help as well we're all evolving creatures at the moment uh, and the more we go together and and help each other we're actually expanding the universe you know we we can't let off missiles and stuff and uh, and you know do stuff up there because we're all the same we're all
1: we're all in the
0: same um I can't call it a bubble but we're we're all in the same it's not even a group it's the same sort of being if I can't think of the right word for it because it's so big it's a bit like um not everybody believes in God. But that power, that belief can shift mountains, it can get you through the worst, worst episode in your life, that belief. And and this is what we're all in this big ball of belief. Uh, And as long as we all believe in each other, and we strive for the best things, then we're working, we're getting there, we're doing it. Okay, it doesn't happen overnight, but we keep doing it. And as we pass away, there'll be others. There's um, light workers, there's the new star children. They're all coming in all the while. And so it's evolving, it's changing. We can't see the change because we expect things to be. Oh, wake up next morning. Have all. Oh, the world's wonderful. Everything's changed overnight. It doesn't happen like that no uh, because there's no such time in the universe. There's no such thing as time. Time's man-made. So because we're so indoctrinated that everything's in time, this, that, and the other, we expect things to move quickly, but they don't. Some things do. But you notice the things that move quickly are usually your feelings or how you feel about something. And that can change in a second.
1: I don't know if this is, I hear you, I hear the voice of Faye. And the wisdom that you are pouring forth right now, Faye, is it's almost as if you're bringing this through. The messages are coming through you.
0: I always feel that because I, I don't rehearse anything. And, I know and you when don't. I, I did my first um, interview. I was so nervous. I wrote all points down. I never used one and I just go with what's given and say it. Cause I'm trying to explain it in the simplest way possible so that people just get it.
1: I want to now read I'm calling it the impromptu message that you brought through. I'm going to, uh, again, link the interview that we did with Faye Vale back in March of 2020, where I clearly put her on the spot. I believe I was one of the first people that interviewed you, and you were nervous, but you did it anyway. (laughs) God bless you. (laughs) Bless your heart. You did it anyway. And I'm actually going to put up some visuals because she was actually writing as she was talking or you know, really doing an automatic writing. So I'm going to read. I'm going to quote Uh, you, and then maybe have you talk a little bit about what's happened since. I think you've kind of touched on some of the themes already that came through in this message, but this is in March of 2020, where the message that came through when you were channeling was the following, quote, all that is happening is to teach you to listen to your own perspective and to honor your souls, meaning what's going on right now, March of 2020. As you are about to go on a complete turnaround and redeem your truth, true self, everyone who has been affected by the so-called virus is to be attuned to other dimensions. All that is said is of great importance. All that is said is of great importance at this time. Do not be afraid as all is not as you are led to believe always seek the strength that you can tap into and only listen to the things that affect you personally be aware be vigilant but don't fall into the foolish assumption that you will not be uplifted and then you said the overall message listen to yourself that's what you said
0: exactly well that still stays still stays and this is our power This is our power. This this is what's growing. This is what's evolving. This is what's um, bringing us out of the darkness and into our true true being and our true light. Uh, And it's exciting. It's exhilarating. And, you know, if we can be part of that, then, wow, what what more would you want? It's just amazing. I, I just find it such an exciting time
1: it is an exciting time and i suppose part of that excitement as feeling emotional beings is the anxiety that's associated with it i mean think about you're getting ready to go on stage or do something that that's going to give you give your uh get get your heart beating a little bit faster a little bit of anxiety but along with that is the excitement people are a bit anxious and it's been this has been a bumpy bumpy road i pray god that it doesn't get too much more bumpy but who's to say but it is exciting because I think some of us, maybe many of us, are f- sensing that we are on the tip of a new world. Literally, yeah. We may it may even appear to be getting worse. When I call it that dichotomy of consciousness, where the sun and the the, the rain are kind of coexisting and. The louder the, the the rain and the thunder is, the the more we're actually getting closer to the end of this and a new beginning.
0: Exactly. No, no, no that's correct. Yeah, wow. spot on.
1: Have you been, now you know, you've got the, the, the lovely book, ETA's Artist. I'm actually, I can see a little bit. Let me see if I can put you in full view. So, because you've got some art behind you, I don't know if you can, I, actually, I'm not going to have you tilt anything because we don't want your lighting to be off, but do, can you? I would love to to be able to post uh, in production some some pictures, some art that you've done more recently. Oh, how, yeah, what's, yeah. how how has that been going? And and again, to reiterate, she is. This is another form of channeling through imagery of the beings and the messages that come from them in the form of art. Talk about yeah. that a little bit more.
0: Uh, a, lot of, a lot of the art is about, I mean, I, I did one yesterday. I should have brought it in, really. Um, and it just says, be in the flow. Uh, and it, it's all about just being in the flow, just, just letting it happen, just allowing it to come in. Uh, of course, uh, when we go back to the emotions, we all have good days and bad days. But, but one really good day overrides three bad ones. Uh, and if we did we didn't if we didn't have that level then then how do we learn it's like black that's and white right. we have to have black to recognize white
1: that's right
0: so we have to oh. go with everything it's just um it's just the way it is and y- you could have the most awful awful day and maybe a dear family member or your grand grandma or somebody will turn up and say, hey i thought i'd pop around and visit you and then all of a sudden your day lights up you know or, or somebody's little dog comes wagging his tail and, and you give him a stroke and it's full of you know uh, and it lights your day up these are the things that we're, we're aiming for all these things these people who get really down and some people don't have the resistance like others like mm-hmm. i say we're all individual we're all different but a lot of people have have spoke to me and said, oh, you know, I I really hate it now and this, that and the other about the world and what's going on and this, that and the other. And my advice is look for the things that lift your spirit. Look for the things that make you happy. It, It doesn't have to cost money. Just look for the things that enlighten your heart. If you like doing a bit of sewing, Get it out. Do a bit of that. If you want to do reading, art, even if you just want to read a story or tell a story to a child, just do it because it's all this energy lifting. And this this is what we're working with now. We're working with lifting our energies and spirits all the while. And my advice is if you start going down there, then work on it and work to get back up again because that's what we're aiming for.
1: I love it. In my last interview, um, actually last couple of interviews with the conversation has been about uh empathic uh the empathic dilemma, if you will, and the influences that yeah, are yeah. really bombarding so many of us sensitives is a sort of new uh terminology for empathic these days and how to kind of help that along. And it's tough, it's a tough, it's been a tough it's been a tough road for me. I'm I'm admitting I'm I'm highly sensitive, probably more than I'd I'd like to admit. And uh, this has been really kind of a litmus test for so many of us. And yet those little things that you're talking about, we've talked about this, I think, particularly in the consciousness community for years about doing things that bring a smile to your face, go for a walk, do some grounding, dance around the room, all great advice. But now there's something even more powerful to those little things that we considered, oh, it may be helping a little bit. I actually think our doing that for ourselves is also helping the collective. We are in a bit of a tug of war, it seems, with, you know, those that want to draw you down and keep you in uh, a controversy and argument. And the other side, which is determined to, to swim through this, um, I really believe that more acts of kindness, obviously, doing things that are kind to yourself it. will shift the energetic blueprint. Because there's, there's a tug of war going on right now. There's no question. So those things mean even more now, for sure. What do you do? Well, I know what you do. You, you draw. What else do you do?
0: Um, I actually um, do quite a few talks now, and uh, I've got another mm-hmm. one planned for the end of the year. But, but the talks that I do um, are to help people to stand up in front of other people, and talk about things that have happened to them, that the sort of UFO experiences, seeing ghosts, whatever. Uh, and this all sparked off from um, when I first moved to Glastonbury, I didn't know anybody. And I went to an evening talk to get to know the area and people around and what were going on. And it was a medium who was doing the talk, a gentleman who'd been a medium all his life. And We went through the talk, I was going out the door at the end and there was a young girl there and she didn't look very happy and as I passed, I happened to tap her on the shoulder and I said, you okay? And she burst into tears and she said she'd seen spirit people since she was a child, never been able to speak about it and it scared the hell out of her. So she came to this talk to find out but, but uh, and I advised uh, what I thought might help her uh, but as I walked away it came in my head well how many people have had UFO sightings or things and never been able to talk about it so what we do now we have talks and the room's quite comfortable There's 60, 70 people there uh, and they, they, they just stand up and they'll say well this happened to me and it, it just It's absolutely phenomenal what people I I had a young chap and he said I've been able to talk to dolphins since I was a child and I understand what they're saying back to me. And I thought, well, how many young chaps would stand up or young fellas and say that? So it's like that's my mission at
1: (laughs) I think that's an important one. God bless. Oh, fabulous. So many individuals, and I, I'm listening to you, and I too, although I'm not necessarily uh, leading a group at this time, it's something that I had thought about, but as I, many of you know that I have relocated uh, to the southeast part of uh, the United States, and uh, have met so many wonderful people, and in my travels, casual travels, getting the hair done, or whatever the case may be, and one thing leads to another, well, what do you do, and blah, 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 and next thing you know, they're telling you a story. And I have seen a couple of people close to tears in, in the fact that they were not, until they spoke with me, able to talk about this. So again, at, Faye, this is why we do higher Journeys, because we want you to know, I cannot say them. you, are not alone. Yeah. The experience is unique to you, but the fact that you're having them is not. And we've got to start addressing it. So I salute you for the work that you're doing and helping The thing
0: is, like, you know, years and years ago, gay people hid all their lives. uh, And and now gay people are okay. Not everybody accepts them. It doesn't make no difference to me. But um, gay people uh, are more accepted now than whatever they were. Uh, And it's because... They've spoke out, and, and I think when you've had a, a, an experience that is of the strange kind, shall I say, it takes some guts to stand there and say to somebody, well, this happened to me, because you immediately expect to be laughed at or people sort of brain pattern gone wrong or something. Uh, and but, but the more we allow people to speak about what's happening, the more people will realize that, hey, we're not just this little box on the earth who do this, we're all by this, we do this, we do that. We're far more than that, because where did that come from? And it makes them question, it makes them realize that there's so much more. So the more we can get people to to like come out uh, and say, well, this happened to me, it's amazing. It is such an and Alexis, if you did a program on that, it would be amazing.
1: I, I well, this is part of what I do to to, to initiate this kind of conversation so they can exactly, hear from yeah. you yourself. But I, I think anyone that is genuinely um personally invested in this idea and I, I have said since I started doing this work as a as a trained journalist, I don't do this for the sake of novelty. I do it because it's necessary because of the young woman who broke down in tears because she's been holding this in for so long for the individuals. And there have been a few that I have heard from who contemplated taking their lives because of the torment, torment, not as much from the experience, but the fact that they couldn't talk about the experience. So this is a very serious thing and it's a real thing and it needs to be addressed with love as always. And, uh, and, and until it doesn't become paranormal. On my YouTube channel banner, I have paranormal with capital N. This is a part of our reality. <laughs> it's part of our reality. Faye, we're going to wind down. I'd like to get some closing thoughts. First of all, do you have a website yet? Are you? Do, do yeah, you it's,
0: um, it's uh, wwwgalactic art. .co.uk.
1: Um, galactic-art.co.uk we'll make sure to have a link i thought you did but like i said she's come a long way she is kicking it <laughs> crushing it <laughs> as they say i'm so delighted you are just a joy to this world i mean it from the bottom of my heart thank you on behalf of all of the journeyers and everyone that's having experiences and and can people get in touch with you if there are you actively holding these groups I mean, is it something that people yeah, enjoy? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, I'm doing them in the UK at the moment. But um, Fantastic. Uh, uh, um, maybe next year there's gonna it's going to expand. And uh, there's also people in the States who are interested in is going over there and doing it. So um, watch this space because it's growing and we want it to because uh, the more of us that um, stand up and say, hey, this happened to me. And, and, and it's so nice when you've had these experiences and you suddenly find a body who's had the same thing. And you think, Hey, I'm not crazy. (laughs) It's great.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That is fantastic. Well, keep up uh, the good work. Godspeed on that. We will continue staying in dialogue. Uh, Anything that we can do to support you, Faye, you know, we're here. It's been way too long. We won't let that happen again. So, and now, yeah, you're a love. Faye and I connected immediately when we first met. And uh again, let's not let it go uh, another two years before we come together. In fact, we'll have her back. There's gonna be more that she's gonna be sharing, but there's gonna be more that she's gonna be sharing right now because we're gonna go next door. We're going to the Patreon after show. We've had I'm gonna shout out to everyone that's joined. We've had quite a bit, uh quite a quite a few of you have joined up recently because we've had some great stuff. We've got over 60 after shows now and other great goodies. Oh. Yeah, it's it's really well fun. Done, say that again. I say, well done. Oh, it's well, it's a great community. We have let's talk sessions where we kind of get together on Zoom and do just talks like this, which are very important. Where I'm not talking, I'm just listening to y'all talk. So think about joining. It's or uh, if you want to just join for a month, we'd love to have you on board as part of the community, but even just for a month. Uh, if you want to see a particular after show or just take in as much as you can in a month, whatever. Now, we're going to go over there. And Faye, you did a little bit of impromptu channeling for us two years ago. I asked Faye before we ran tape on this show, would you be willing, I didn't want to put you uh, on the spot, but she agreed that she is going to do her best to bring through her beings, not her beings, but the beings that she communicates with to bring us the latest message. So again, we're going over to Patreon right now. We're going to talk about uh, a little bit of what comes out. We don't know what's going to come out, but do join us over there, will you? All right, guys, I'm going to say ta-ta for now. Thanks so much. Faye, Vale. thank you so much as always for an enlightening conversation. And your wisdom is bar none. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you too for having me on. It's a pleasure.
1: Always a pleasure to have you. Thank you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Hopefully we'll see you next door, but in the meantime, have a great day. Take care.